Hello, fuckers, and welcome to Making the Grade for the week ending Friday, May 3rd, 2019. This week, we'll find out who's going to be in, in the Money in the Bank matches and uh, other stuff will probably happen, too. We open Monday Night Raw with Alexa Bliss revealing the Raw participants in the two Money in the Bank matches. On the men's side, we have Braun Strowman, Pichu Ricochet, your winner, Drew McIntyre, and finally, Baron Corbin. Great. Baron has a microphone. He says he will be a two-time winner. Ricochet reminds us that he lost his cash-in the last time, then Drew agrees with Ricochet. Drew blames Corbin for never getting a universal title shot and promises to win the briefcase. They continue to bicker until Braun finally speaks up. He becomes Teddy Long. Holla holla. Match number one, Bromachet versus Douche McIntyre. Baron tags himself in, Drew gets pissed and leaves, and Baron gets power slammed and shooting starred and pinned for three. Grade B. Fun start, though hackneyed in premise. They're breaking Drew from Baron, which is good. The Usos then sing their theme song on the way to the ring. It's different. Then they do it again as we go to commercial. Still weird. Match number two, the Usos versus the club. Oh, they shook Anderson and Gallows to Raw to get squashed some more on their way out. That was nice of them. The club actually dominate most of the match, but do ultimately fail as Jimmy splashes Luke. Grade B. That was a lot more than I was expecting, and it was actually competitive. So apparently the Usos promised something we've never seen on Raw ever before. This apparently, is a video of Dash shaving Dawson's back. This is apparently hilarious. The Revival come out to remind us that they are men, and shaving is a thing that men need to do. Negative points for the segment. Apparently, Vince still thinks it's funny to intimate that a tag team is gay for each other. Enter the Miz. Apparently, it's time for Miz TV. I hope we get a commercial here, because I have to Miz PP. I refuse to apologize for that. Mrs. Guest is Bobby Lashley. Joy. Even better, he speaks in the third person. This is awful. Bobby eventually taunts Miz for losing at Mania to Shane and rubs in that Shane beat up George, which sets Miz off. It's, it's bad. It's really, really bad. Match number four, The Miz versus Bobby Lashley. Well, <laughs> this should suck. Shane appears after a couple of minutes, causing a distraction, but not enough of one to cost Miz the match. Shane then puts a picture of George up on the Titantron, which leads to Bobby spearing Miz and pinning him for three. Grade D. This was unnecessary and not very good. It wasn't even a picture of Shane beating up George. It was just a picture of George. After the match, Miz beats up Shane, but Bobby makes the save. Shane puts Miz in another triangle. Miz passes out. Shane reminds him that he's the best in the world, and yeah... There you go. Enter the Vikings, who are experienced raiders. They are attacked from behind by the Lucha House Party. Because they are tiny, however, this does not cancel the match. Match number five, Viking Experience versus Lucha House Party. I feel like this could have been fought under Lucha House rules, and it wouldn't have changed the outcome. Grade B, because I'm biased. Lince tries to fight them off after the match because he is an idiot. They whoop his ass, too. We then cut away right before they do their forearm high five. Fuck you, Dunn. Tonight, a new episode of Firefly Funhouse. Sonic tells us about the Iconics, and then Alexa tells us the Raw Women Money in the Bank participants. We are on the stage this time, so don't expect a second Teddy Long. Natty is the first entrance. She, uh, entrance. she thanks Alexa for the intro. It was so sweet. She literally just said, the Queen of Hearts, Natalia. That was it. Dana Brooke is... <laughs> 
Dana Brooke is second. She also cuts a promo. <laughs> she and Natty Bicker. It's wonderful. I'm going to go stick my head in the oven. I have an electric oven. Never mind. Number three is Naomi. She also speaks. Bitches be talking, y'all. Number four is Alexa Bliss. I typed that before she announced it simply based on how she was telling them to all shut up because there's someone in the back still waiting to hear if their name gets called. None of them are winning. I don't know who's in the match for SmackDown, but one of them is winning for sure. Naomi challenges Alexa to a match tonight and Alexa says no. It somehow devolves into insults about footwear and then Alexa accepts. I cannot tell you how happy I am that they're reviving the Dana versus Natalia feud. I really hope Natty's AirPods make another appearance. Then, episode two of Firefly Funhouse. Bray loves to paint. There isn't actually any paint on his brush, mind you, but he loves to paint. And then a new puppet shows up. It's Randy Rabbit, apparently. Or perhaps it's Rambling Rabbit. I, I think it's actually Rambling Rabbit. The painting is of Sister Abigail's shack being burnt down. This makes Abby the Witch unhappy, and Bray asks for forgiveness. Bray calls Abby a sociopath, which is the word of the day. <coughs> match number five, Naomi versus Alexa Bliss. They're in the ring already, but we don't have a match until after the break. Oh, hey, here we go. Alexa immediately reties her shoes when we come back, since the argument was that she wasn't even wearing her own shoes. Yep. She counters a move from my Naomi and then ties her shoes again. Yay, shoes. And then again later on. And then a fourth time. Alexa is dominating Naomi here, but the shoelace thing is ridiculous. So, of course, Naomi wins grade C. This was just painful, like bad, 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 bad. Backstage, Charlie is with Ray, and now Dominic is back. So maybe tonight will be the match they were supposed to have at Mania. And maybe Dominic will get coquinaed. Fingers crossed. Enter the man. Charlie asks Becky why the hell she would put both belts on the line in the same night at Money in the Bank in separate matches. Becky doesn't care about odds, and she's not worried about Charlotte or Lacey. Charlie reminds her that she got knocked on her ass last week. Becky takes the mic from her and talks shit, which brings Lacey out, and they brawl. Match number six, Hawkins and Ryder versus The Revival. The Majors have a new theme song. It's nice and generic rock. Dig it. But first, some make-a-wish self-sucking. We start with a couple quick takedowns and nip up by Hawkins, and then a straight-up full-screen shot of Scott Dawson's ass. The crowd repeatedly chants, shave your back at Dawson. May I just point out that the Usos are also quite smooth from the neck down? Zack counters a pin into a crucifix for the victory. Grade C. Kind of short. Nothing to write home about. Backstage, Miz is angry. Not Renee asks him how he feels. Unsurprisingly, he says he's angry. He challenges Shane to a cage match at Money in the Bank. Then enter Sami Zayn. Sami teaches us about psychological entitlement, or at least tries to. We are in Kentucky, after all. Sami tells the story of denying a five-year-old an autograph at an airport at six in the morning, saying it makes him sick that this kid already thinks the world owes him something. The shadow from Sami's hat makes it look like he has a unibrow, and it makes me laugh. Sami's joined the current trend of heels who are actually saying good things but are doing so in a way that makes them shitty like daniel bryan trying to save the fucking planet 
but being a total asshole about it in the process. I'm here for it. Match number seven, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Joe says Dom's speech earlier was sweet, but Rey's still going to get his ass kicked. Rey enters with Dominic, making the whole damn thing moot. We come back from break, and somehow this match is still happening. That should say without Dominic, by the way. Ray enters without Dominic. I just miswrote it. Ray hits a 619 to Joe's belly, but one to the face gets blocked. He wriggles free of the coquina, but gets uranagied instead. He counters a second uranagi into a roll-up, which is why this wasn't a title match. Grade C. Solidly meh. Plus, Joe was basically under the bottom rope on that roll-up. Really just needed to reach a hand up for the rope break. Dom comes out to celebrate with his dad and scares the shit out of him. He then carries him to the back like a small child. Contract signing Seth versus AJ next. They cut promos on each other. Seth points out that this is the red show, not the blue show. He didn't want to be the next AJ Styles. He wanted to be the first Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, AJ says never rest, never rust, build houses, burn them down, etc. You know what's going on. They sign. Cole leaves. AJ grabs the belt, hands it to Seth, offers a handshake. Seth boasts instead and gets punched in the face. Also... The crowd was chanting, shave his back during the stare down because they are idiots. Anyway, there's a brawl that ends with a phenomenal forearm through the table and AJ's head crashing off the office chair. That was enjoyable, if not predictable. Uh, overall grade for Raw, C minus gay jokes and a terrible woman's match brings us down a little bit. On to Team Blue. We start with Michael Cole because SmackDown in the ring introducing Kofi Kingston. He hands Cole a pancake, which Cole just kind of tosses out of the ring. Fuck you, Todd Cole. We get a quick video recap of Kofi's life since Elimination Chamber. Kofi's very thankful. Get to the point, please. Nope, first we have to watch Kofi win at Mania. Then we talk about Kevin Owens. Kofi points out that if Kevin wanted a title match, all he had to do was ask for one. His response brings out Kevin. Kevin says that the WWE Universe knows that Kofi isn't actually championship material. Woods then attacks Kevin from behind, sticking up for his brother, but gets kicked in the chops. Kofi tends to Xavier, and we go to replays. Kevin and Kofi will fight at Money in the Bank. Backstage, the Hardy Boys chat. Jeff is on crutches, while the Chiron asks us if their title reign is in jeopardy. Enter Bailey, who, despite leaving the hugs on Raw, quote-unquote, is still saluting the crowd and summoning demons from hell. In the medics' room, Kofi's anointed Xavier for helping him. Okay, sure. Bailey is officially in Money in the Bank. They announced that first off. Match number one, Bailey versus Becky Lynch. Bailey taps to the disarm her grade. C. Felt like something was missing. Didn't really hold my attention that well. Charlotte immediately attacks after the bell. She looks like she hit the lip plumper a little too hard tonight. Alistair Black's floating head talks about fear. Enter the Hardy Boys, Jeff crutching his way to the ring. Kayla asks Jeff what happened. Jeff says it would be easier to show us and sends us to a video about Lars Sullivan. The Hardys relinquish the SmackDown tag team titles without having ever defended them, mind you, since Jeff has to have surgery. Then Lars comes out. He takes out Matt, starts to go for Jeff, but R-Truth appears out of nowhere and hits Lars with a chair, which Lars basically no-sells, and Truth gets destroyed as well. Ali is then announced for Money in the Bank, then Finn, Andrade, and finally, Randy Orton. Really? Really? Orton? Not, say, I don't know, Aleister Black or someone else? Randy, okay. Match number two, Oskairi versus two random broads. Asuka and Kairi have a remixed theme song, remixed in that it just seems to randomly switch between their two theme songs. Kairi pins the chick from Brave with an insane elbow grade. C and the Iconics added nothing to commentary. 
Backstage, Fire and Desire are deciding who's going to be in Money in the Bank. They decide that it should be Mandy. And to Roman, he wanted to make a good first impression, so he punched Vince in the face. This brings out Shane. Roman challenges Shane. Shane says no, but says there are plenty of guys in the back just waiting to take Roman on, including the B team. The fuck? Oh, and Elias is the special guest referee enforcer, quote unquote. Which is it, Shane? Is he a guest referee or an enforcer? Match number three, Roman Reigns versus the B team. Handicap match. Special enforcer is Elias, and it is enforcer. Mike Kyoto is in the ring. After uh, far too long, Roman supermans Axel, but Elias pulls Kyoto out of the ring. After chucking Roman into the barricade and back into the ring, Roman kicks out of a perfect plex counted by Elias. Roman spears Axel and wins. Grade C. <sighs> then Firefly Funhouse. Sociopath. Match number four, Ali and Finn versus Randy and Andrade. Andrade comes out and says he doesn't respect anyone else in the match. Finn gets face-fucked but kicks out. 450 by Ali finishes off Andrade. Grade, I feel like a broken record tonight, but see, there's really a whole lot of nothing. Randy RKO's Finn but gets super kicked out of the ring by Ali. Backstage, not Renee. She introduces the two ladies joining Bailey and Mandy in the Women's Money in the Bank, Ember Moon and Carmella. Your main event this evening is the KO Show with special guest Xavier Woods. And, of course, that's where my on-demand cuts off. Guess we're off to Hulu for the last, what, six minutes? Kevin is a changed man. No signs, no graphics, no desk. He invites Woods out, but no Woods appears, so he talks to their action figures. Kofi then comes out and they brawl, and that, uh, that's it. Overall grade for SmackDown, <laughs> it's a C. They're really on autopilot tonight copying things from raw whole cloth a tag match between the four money in the bank participants this was just mediocre television overall grade for the week is a c minus unsatisfying well hopefully next week will be better as we head towards money in the bank keep voting on rundownwrestling.com become a patron at patreon.com slash rundown wrestling and i will be back next weekend with another episode of making the grade blurch